Hey guys, so I've been thinking about like parenting and shit and you know, I have three kids. You've heard me talk about my kids. Um, I don't know. I want to read this. This is a book. This is a, a small, like, uh, what do they call it? Excerpt from a book called Untamed. It's by Glennon Doyle. Is It's really good. It's a really good book. Um, I really enjoyed it. So I recommend if you like how I talk and whatever, you get this book because she's fucking awesome. Um, Glennon Doyle is her name. Anyway, the chapter is called Memos, okay? And it goes like this. See, I clear my throat all fancy. I'm getting good like that. All right. Every generation of parents receives a memo when they leave the hospital with their baby. My grandmother's memo. Here is the baby. Take it home and let it grow. Let it speak when spoken to. Carry on with your lives. My mother's memo. Here is your baby. Take her home and then get together each day with your friends who also have these things. Drink tab before four o'clock and wine coolers after. Smoke cigarettes and play cards. Lock the kids out of the house and let them in only to eat and sleep. Lucky bastards. Our memo. Here is your baby. This is the moment you have been waiting for your entire life. When the hole in your heart is filled and you finally become complete. If, after I put this child in your arms, you sense anything other than utter fulfillment, seek counseling immediately. After you hang up with the counselor, call a tutor. Since we have been speaking for three minutes, your child is already behind. You Have you registered her for Mandarin classes yet? I see. Poor child. Listen closely. Parent is no longer a noun. Those days are done. Parent is now a verb, something you do ceaselessly. Think of the verb parent as a synonym with protect, shield, hover, deflect, fix, plan, and obsess. Parenting will require all of you. Please parent with your mind, body, and soul. Parenting is your new religion within which you will find salvation. This child is your savior. Convert or be damned. We will wait while you cancel all of our life endeavors. Thank you. Now the goal of parenting is never allow anything difficult to happen to your child. To that end, she must win every competition she enters. Here are your 400 participation trophies distribute accordingly. She must feel that everyone likes and loves her and wants to be with her at all times. She must be constantly entertained and amused. Every one of her days on earth must be like Disneyland, but better. If you go to actual Disneyland, get a fast pass because she should never be forced to wait for anything ever. If other kids don't want to play with her, call those kids' parents, find out why, and insist they fix it. In public, walk in front of your child and shield her from any unhappy faces that might make her sad and any happy faces that might make her feel left out. When she gets into trouble at school, call her teacher and explain loudly that your child does not make mistakes. Insist that the teacher apologize for her mistake. Do not ever, ever let a drop of rain fall upon your child's fragile head. Raise the human without ever allowing her to feel a single uncomfortable human emotion. Give her a life without allowing life to happen to her. In short, your life is over and your new existence is about ensuring that her life never begins. Godspeed. We got a terrible memo. Our terrible memo is why we feel exhausted, neurotic, and guilty. Our terrible memo is why our kids suck. They do. They just suck. Because people who do not suck are people who have failed, dusted themselves off, and tried again. People who do not suck are people who have been hurt, so they have empathy for others who are hurt. People who do not suck are those who have learned from their own mistakes by dealing with the consequences. 
People who do not suck are people who have learned how to win with humility and how to lose with dignity. Our memo has led us to steal from our children the one thing that will allow them to become strong people. Struggle. Our terrible memo is also why we stay busy with the trivial while the world our children will inherit crumbles. We obsess over our children's snacks while they rehearse their own deaths in active shooter drills at school. We agonize over their college prep while the earth melts around them. I cannot imagine there has ever been a more overparented and underprotected generation. Here's a new memo. Here's your baby. Love her at home, at the polls, in the streets. Let everything happen to her. Be near. I, I love this book. I can't say enough about this book. I, I really do. Um, very, very eye-opening, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, it's like... I referenced that chapter because I started thinking about this lately. Like, do you guys think that, like, in families, okay, like, the order in which you're born affects what type of person you'll ever, um, you'll inevitably become? Do you think we can, like, change ourselves by ourselves? I don't know. So, all right, I've got three kids, right? Two girls, two boys, two girls, two boys and a girl. Don't tell them I said that. <laughs> Their order by birth is boy, boy, girl, okay? So, um, I found this well-known child-raising magazine article on the subject. I'm just going to, like, I don't know, fucking genify it for you so it's not so fucking long but basically it says this all right the oldest kid acts like a mini adult because they were the only ones with mom pa when they were born right they are essentially the test dummies of parenthood and often have more responsibility and stricter rules some traits are they're reliable they're cautious they're controlling and they're achievers okay and they say the middle child often a people pleaser they don't have a strict as strict of an upbringing as a kid as the first kid but they also don't get the attention focused on them either some of their traits are people pleasers somewhat rebellious thrives on friendship has a large social circle and is a peacemaker the youngest is the most free-spirited of the bunch okay least amount of rules to follow spontaneous and they love attention um some of their traits are fun loving uncomplicated manipulative outgoing and self-centered all right so here's the thing and and this is this is me going on my kids okay this is pure example um <laughs> wrong wrong and wrong <laughs> uh my therapist told me about this because i was discussing you know something about my kid and he was telling me how birth order affects you know their personalities and blah 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 blah. and i was like really and he's like yeah you can look into it here's the link right uh, you know they have it ready to go and i'm like okay so i i read it and i was like mm. you know because that was back when i was like I need somebody to tell me how to feel better because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Now I'm learning how to make myself feel better and learning what the fuck I'm doing. And, and, and that's where I'm at. So back then I was like, yeah, like this is interesting. And even back then I was like, it's pretty accurate to some degree, you know, but now I'm like, eh, I don't know. All right. So my oldest, he's chill as fuck. Like he, he has a little temper, you know, he has his little moments, but a go-getter and achiever? No. He could give two shits, honestly. <laughs> My middle, a people pleaser? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, shit. Hold on. I'm going to stop laughing. Oh. My middle one, he's the most difficult to explain or express anything to. He takes everything personally, and he will debate you or try to tell you you're wrong, even if you're watching him do something right in front of you. He's like the fucking John Cena of kids, okay? Like, you can't see me. My youngest? All right, yeah, she is spontaneous and self-centered. <laughs> That's totally true. Um, but far from uncomplicated. And, like, even as her mom, sometimes I'm like, what the actual fuck is wrong with this one? <laughs> I can't you guys. I know, like, I guess I get the point of people writing articles like this. I get it. Um, and, like, de definitely keep writing. Like, keep creating thoughts and ideas because uh, I need to question these things and figure out answers. It's like my own little game of life now. <laughs> I need it. I like it. Um, and I'm not, knock I'm not knocking the author, you guys. You know, I'm just fucking kidding around. But uh, don't read stuff like this as like an absolute truth to how your child should be. And then like put shame on this said child because they're not living up to some predetermined mindset you decided upon having before they were even fucking alive. Like that shit's not right. You guys, it's not And my oldest. He's never going to be a doctor. He's just not that type of person. If I had tried to cram all the achiever and controller's vibes of the firstborn into him from the jump, like, am I not essentially turning him into what society says he should be? I don't know. I feel like we legit start doing this to our young before they're even born. Before they're even born. And it's like, you can't even enjoy being pregnant anymore. Like, you have to, like, your first kid... I bet, you know, back in the day, like she said, like Gordon Doyle said in her book, like the grandma, they they probably enjoyed their pregnancy. They're like, oh my God, I feel it moving, you know, all that stuff. And yeah, that's fun still. Like, don't get me wrong. And, it, and, it, and it's amazing, you know, but everything is like, oh, there's a book for that. Like, oh, here, what to expect when you're expecting. <laughs> well, fuck you. Like, I didn't, I, you know, like it's, you told me to expect things that didn't happen and things that did happen. I didn't expect because you didn't tell me what the fuck, like, you know, so why read, why read, why not just go with it, live with the moment, enjoy the moment. Oh, I felt a kick. Oh, daddy got to feel a, feel a kick, like whatever. I don't know. So I don't know. Can we like stop doing this? <laughs> like all of us, like, all right. So basically uh, a divine soul come to this earth in the form of a human baby and already has like some sort of like life path mapped out for them based on the order in which they're born. Well, fucking shit. No wonder why it takes people like me fucking almost 40 years to fucking realize what's what. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I just keep going. So middle child syndrome, right? I've said it myself. You've said it. I know you have. Don't lie. Fucking lie, Karen. Don't lie. I'm sorry. They're still nice Karens. I feel bad for Karens. But, yeah, like, just like you guys, I, I'm fucking real. <laughs> I'm not perfect, right? I say things. I, I think I think the wrong things sometimes. All that shit. I'm never, I, I, I'm nothing is perfect on me, okay? Good? Yes. I'm good in lots of things. Lots of traits are good. Lots of things about me are good. Nothing's perfect. Nothing. 
And you know what? Thank fucking God. Thank God nothing's perfect because I would hate to have the pressure of trying to be perfect. And like, what does it mean anyway? I don't know. Like, isn't perfect uh, have a different definition for everybody? Like, to one guy, you're perfect because you have a huge ass. To another guy, you know, you're not perfect because you have a huge ass. Like, you can't, you know, <laughs> you can't. Like, it's either, it's it's perception. So, perfect is a stupid word that we have. It, it, it's unattainable and ridiculous. Um, anyway, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Anyway, middle child, right? I'm sure they feel caught in the shuffle because they are. Uh, they were like born there. <laughs> I don't know. Like they feel like overlooked or something, right? But in the same time, I'm also sure that the first kid was like, well, damn, like what the fuck did I do that they need to go and get a newer model? <laughs> I think everybody can feel overlooked and caught in the shuffle. So why do we try to make those kids that are born in the middle feel like they're obligated to feel like this right and then it goes to the babies of the family like just fucking forget it if you're like kid four five six seven whatever you don't fucking matter it's firstborn middle and last and i guess if maybe if you're which this is even worse in my opinion if you're four fifth or six you're also middle so there's like five of you that are grouped as fucking you know lost in the shuffle and don't fucking matter bullshit bullshit don't don't label people like that just especially your kids don't do that all right babies of the family right oh yes the babies of the family everybody always hates on the babies of the family <laughs> not the literal babies you guys calm down they're cute as fuck but no the youngest of the bunch, right? They get away with more. Because it's simple. There's fucking more people to keep track of. <laughs> it just is how it is. Uh, we make the people that, that are born last feel like they're fucking entitled to anything. And that, you know, I don't know. I guess maybe it's because when they try to showcase a milestone, like, um, I don't know, like fucking knock-knock jokes, right? Oh, my God, you guys. You have kids. All right. The first kids around four or whatever, they start learning knock-knock jokes, and it's always orange banana, orange banana. Are you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> you know, all the stupid shit that we've all done since the dawn of time, it feels like. But your first one does it. You're like, oh, it's so cute. They know knock knock jokes. Look at my little jokester. He's gonna be a comedian. <laughs> right? And then like your second, you know, your middle one or whatever. You you know, your next kid starts telling him, and you're like, oh yeah, that's cute. <laughs> you know, and you kind of laugh a little less. And then by the time your freaking last one wants to come around and tell you the same fucking knock knock joke. <laughs> not you're not even opening the door okay like <laughs> they'd be knocking forever on the poor youngest ones <laughs> but no really it's like so we feel bad because we don't make such a big deal out, out of their first their milestones you know walking yeah talking yeah that's different but like everything else we're like yeah seen it been it <laughs> been there done that uh but 
and I, I, I know, I guess I get it sometimes. Like the traits can be spot on, right? Like my youngest is self-centered and I'm working on that. Right. Um, but little things like that, I don't know. I just think usually they're not usually that they're not spot on for the most part. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like you guys that grouping people by like birth order to determine who they should be is not how I want to raise my kids. I want, I want my kids to explore who they are and decide for themselves their own traits and shit. Like I want them to realize like, I don't know, just because they think or feel some type of way now at like age eight or 12 or fucking whatever. That's not who they are. How you feel is not who you are. And it's not who you're always going to be. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's easy to parent and grow as a child, even if you know you can be who you are. Like, uh, like not everybody's an A student, okay? Yet we teach and discipline our kids to strive for a fucking letter of the alphabet. Why? I don't know. I just think, like, much like being a, a firstborn child doesn't make you the favorite child, just because you get the first letter of the alphabet on top of your paper doesn't mean you're the best at anything. I mean, maybe we should stop putting so much fucking clout on a letter. Ah. <laughs> uh. I say, let the kids learn, learn, learn to let go of rules of what makes a human a valued member of society. It's not your fucking straight A's or your degree or your birth order that determines who and what you become. It's having someone in your life to remind you that you are fucking amazing and you always have been. It's like being you is the most free you will ever feel. I know that's how I feel anyway. And I would say, Never let your kids or anyone you love forget that. Just don't. So, like, as far as kids, like, let them play. Alone sometimes. Stop hovering. Stop fucking hovering. Let them make messes. And then let them clean it. <laughs> you know? Let them ask silly questions so they can learn, even if they're fucking 16 and should know. Who said they should know? Who said? Right? I think if we change the preconceived thoughts we put down for generations, and by doing that, not only do you like change your relationship, but I don't know, like you also, you show them that they're like as close to perfect as any of us can get. And they just need to fucking keep being the fucking little amazing humans that they are. I don't know. I just feel like people should be able to learn and grow in their own way. I guess is takeaway for me on this. And uh, I'm just going to end it on uh, these two Einstein quotes that I've been thinking about too. It says, um, the first one is the only thing that interferes with my learning is my education. And the second one is I am thankful to all that said no to me because of them. I did it myself. I don't know. You never know. That misunderstood kid who can't seem to grasp tying his damn shoes could end up being one of the greatest minds of all time and push humanity forward more than anyone ever realized. I'm just saying, it's happened before. <laughs> anyway, remember this, you guys. I just think 
the only time we should measure greatness by letters of the alphabet is when you're spelling out your own name. 